0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you want to do it? Yes. This is episode 31 on the Merry Biz Podcast with we us. Must... Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. Oh, good job, Em. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Maybe you can do that every time. <laughs> no, I don't want to take that important role off you. Yes, it's one of my favorites. So, welcome back to Marybears and we're back on on online on the on the line, on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Just us two. Yay, because we missed our episode last week because we were like, "Oh, we forgot, and also because didn't we post like a bunch? Well, of... we had posted like five episodes two weeks ago. Oh yeah, and then we posted two episodes last week, yeah. and it was really focused on social media. Yeah, so we were like, oh well, you know what? That's a really good double yeah. episode, so we don't need to be. There was we some, don't need to talk. There were some really good episodes last week, all about Instagram and other social media platforms, with Amy Schmidthauer and um, Lauren Barth. Yeah, amazing, inspirational. Just those episodes where it's like, you know, with social media in particular, how you can get really distracted with numbers and things like that. Those Mm. episodes really help you to not be in that mindset. So if you're feeling like that, make sure you take a listen after this show to those episodes. Yeah, definitely. So let's start with, I was trying to think of like a question that I wanted to ask you that was different to what's been good this week. Oh yeah. But then I I couldn't. So I'm just going to ask you what's good this week. Um... That was a long one I know. Well, I'm trying to think. It's a very important <laughs> answer. Have I have I said anything about Pilates on the podcast? No. I haven't. That's what's good. So we've started, um, what's it called? Reformer Pilates. Pilates. And it's officially the best exercise in the world. And I'm just in love of it. And I'm excited to go to that today at 4 p.m. And it's just been so fun. We've done like two sessions. No, three sessions three. already and it's great i love it it's the best you can actually see some videos of us on our instagram it's pretty funny it the is. videos look funny but um it's a great workout it's just so different to what we've ever done before and yeah. i think that's why it's it's so important to do new things yeah and what about you um i was trying i was trying to come up with my good thing earlier and then I now I, I don't think I got to that far like I was just <laughs> like what's oh, good this week there's so much good this week mum and dad are coming to visit yes and that's exciting that's really good this week because I miss them yeah so much yeah so that's, like, be that's really the best fun. thing cool. oh and you know what else is good I, ha- I had an appointment with my naturopath and I now have a new thing that I'm going to do with my food and I'm going to really be focusing on that cool so, awesome cool. So today on Merry Beers, we wanted to get um, stuck into some questions that we get asked all the time. So pretty much our email inbox is a combination between questions getting sent to us about business and blogging, as well as feedback, as well as just interview questions that we need to answer for and, other things. And then some foodie things every yeah. now and again as well. Yeah, so we were like, well, it takes us so long to respond to each of these emails. Wouldn't it be cool if we could just answer the question and it not just help this one person that's asking, but it could help other people? So we decided to do a Q&A podcast. Yay. Yay, and we think we're just going to keep doing them, you know, when we get a – we're going to collate a bunch of questions – And as soon as we have enough to do an episode, we'll just do one randomly. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah, I love that idea. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the first question and you're gonna answer it. Okay. 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 So this question's from Veronica Barry. Thanks, Veronica. And she's in the process of building a blog and would love to know if we have any tips of great platforms Mm. slash providers to use. So she's started using WordPress. Yep. Definitely WordPress. I would suggest Every single person who is wanting to start a blog to start with WordPress straight away because I know you'll probably want to move over to WordPress eventually from wherever you originally are. So we started on Blogspot. It was good to start with but then like, you know, two months later we changed over because we wanted more ability to customize and like everyone else was on WordPress and all the plugins are on WordPress. So definitely a good choice there. Host-wise, we use a small orange and that's really good for high traffic, but it's not too expensive, which is, you know, all, always important, especially if you're just starting out. And, um, yeah, they've been really good so far. Yeah. I, I'm like, don't tell everybody because we don't want too many people on it. It might make us – no, I'm kidding. They're awesome. I reckon that they're the – well, they're the best host we've ever had. We've been on a couple <laughs> – we've been on a couple different hosts and, I mean, we've had issues with – each and every one that we've left and that's why we've left but um, like a small orange has been perfect except one time when we just moved over I accidentally turned off our old host before it propagated over so everyone don't do that because our site went down for like three days it was so sad i was like oh my gosh i broke our site yeah. and i don't even think we had a backup so guys back up okay back it up. what do we use backup back, back, up. back, back it up. vault press vault press we use vault press for backup um and veronica you, her second question was she wants to do like recipes on the website so what's our our um, yeah. plugin is called recipe card we use recipe card i know there's a few other recommendations as well i know um there's one that Google pre- prefers, I think, and it's oh. actually not that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and we'll add it in the show notes. I can't I just can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but um, having a recipe card or something similar definitely makes your recipes just look better. Like if you're a food blogger or whatever, obviously, um, they just just makes it look nice and they're nicely formatted and things. And I think that's important for when people are reading it. Yeah, and it's also easier. For them too yeah. so like they'll yeah just, you can input it and they'll come so back simple. and come back totally so another question from veronica so we're just, i'm just going to ask this one because i think this is a really good question was how much content blog posts and recipes did we have on before we released it to the world <laughs> or was it more based on follower numbers on social media oh my gosh we okay so we, <laughs> we started on instagram i th- Did we grow to like maybe 400 followers on Instagram before we started a blog? I think so. About that. So it wasn't a lot, but we were like, whoa, that is so many. And also we just love doing it so much. So so that's why we started the blog. So the passion was there. And we literally, like Carla wrote this post, just drafted it and was like, I like this. And I was like, I like it too. And then we set up a blog that night and published it. And then literally, literally we messaged every single one of our Facebook friends. Said, hey guys, we've just started this blog, blah, 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 we we'll love you to check it out. So um, if you're wondering how, you, how to get your first person to your website, just do that. Just yeah. Just message all your Facebook friends. It works. It definitely <laughs> works. And I think like, you know, if we – in hindsight – which is an amazing yet horrible thing, you know, you do, you have like a month's worth of content or even some people do three months Mm. of content, but it's not necessary. So don't put that extra pressure on yourself. Just do what you can. Maybe have like your about page set up, uh, like maybe one recipe and one blog post and boom, like, publish it. Put it out there because sometimes if you just sit on things, the likelihood of you just sitting and sitting and sitting, then not actually publishing it, like... I think it can go either way. It's like, so yes, it's amazing to have heaps of content ready to go like upon launch day, whatever launch day looks like for you. But as Emma said, if you have the kind of pressure added pressure of saying oh I'm live and I'm accountable now to my audience I want to be publishing one recipe a week that's going to keep you on top of your content um so yeah you can look at it both ways and it definitely Mm -hmm. depends on the kind of person you are if you know you need a push to deliver then just pop like publish your content and put it out to the audience and know that you have to do one every week or whatever your schedule, once a fortnight, whatever. Yeah, and I think um, like Jada Sona of Simple Green Smoothies always says this and it's all all about taking imperfect – what's that? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I wrecked it. I wrecked oh, you it. You wrecked the moment. Oh, my gosh. Taking imperfect action. Yeah, because I was going to say imperfect imperfect <laughs> that's the wrong that's wrong I don't even know what that word is is that even a word it's not a word I don't think it is that very good Emma <laughs> <laughs> Just, what's the saying again yeah take imperfect action yeah so and it was actually um if you haven't listened to episode 30 with yeah episode 30 with Shane and Jocelyn Sams they talk a lot about this and it's like she Jocelyn said baby steps get you closer to your goal than standing still and it's like, okay, yes, if I just take one little step, I'm gonna be closer. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big it is. All right, let's get on to the next question because I think we could talk about that all day long. So this is from Mel, and Mel is the lean lawyer, and she's just started her blog, which we're very excited about. Yay, Mel. Go Mel, and she wants to know how we stay on task and don't get distracted by social media. Oh my gosh, like that is an an the ongoing is thing. Real. Like I get distracted every day by social media because you hang out on Facebook and it's like, oh, there's a video. Oh, there's a cat doing something cute. Oh my God, that person did what? <laughs> anyway, it's like, I think it's just all about having self control. So, like, not putting up Facebook on your computer while you're working. So just like, it, it doesn't exist for that hour of work that mm-hmm. you want to pump out. So and hard. I think like we definitely, like when we started with our Instagram, I mean, we spent so many hours on Instagram and it just came to a point where not only, like we got sick of it as well, but we just realized, wow, we're wasting way too much time mm-hmm. on Instagram. And is it really like, is the, is the ROI even that good? Like is our commenting and our consuming getting us close to our goal? Or can we decrease that by, you know, 100% like, you know, go Harvard or just do 10% of what we're doing and have the same or even a better impact on our, I guess, like our goals on social media, which might just be to engage with other people. Yeah, so I think probably this is... Maybe this wasn't your question, Mel. Maybe it was more based around like scheduling your week Mm. because for me, like not getting distracted by social media is the fact that I know I need to get these certain things done Mm. and going on Snapchat, going on Instagram, going on Facebook isn't allowing me to get those things done. So I'll pop on Facebook every day, maybe 10 times a day, Mm. but I still have the things then I need to get done. And if I don't get them done, then I'm like, ah, bugger, like I didn't get them done. So if I set those little goals for me and those little wins, then I guess the social media, like I actually was thinking about this yesterday Mm. and thinking I'm going to schedule like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. every morning and every night where I'm on social media and that's when I respond to comments because we also have Merrymaker Club now so we're in Mm -hmm. the group and we're trying to respond to everybody, trying to be active and keep the community, you know. It's definitely – it's a really hard thing. This is a really hard thing. So I don't think – like don't feel like you're freaked out by it because I think 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 even everyone has this issue. Even like the top online entrepreneurs, I honestly believe – that they struggle with this and it's like you just have to be real, not strict on yourself but, you know, have the schedule. So, like, I think, like, Carla and I, after this chat even, I think we're going to schedule in what is our new, sh- like, strategy for maximising our social media input, like, you know, our hours, like, what can we do, the least yeah. amount of hours and the best um, result. because, yeah. like, what are we actually doing on social media sometimes? Sometimes I'm just scrolling through the home feed I'm not doing anything. Like, honestly, sometimes I think the home feed should be banned. Like, I should just not get on the home feed because, <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. There's nothing good on that home feed. <gasps> there's nothing good on Mary the home feed. Except Merrymaker Recipes. Merrymaker yeah. Recipes are good. Definitely go onto the Merrymakers on Facebook. <laughs> awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. Okay, thanks for that question. Now, Hillary joins sent us through a bunch of questions, and I don't know if we're going to get no. through them all. Because there's a few, like, how did you start your business? Well, you should definitely listen to episode five. Mine? Oh, five? where how did the merry make sisters begin oh, yeah. because it is all listed there did we always want to be an entrepreneur well
1: Entrepreneurs. You know,
0: <laughs> like when we were young we like we did always have this little entrepreneurial spirit mm. in, in both of us i think i mean we sold friendship bracelets we made cards and sold them what else did we sell? Oh, we made in like jewelry, jewelry, we we, jewelry business, we, and we actually made pretty good jewelry. I'm not gonna lie; like, you know, I think it, our mum still wears one of the necklaces. Yeah, like it's pretty good with like the beading and the wire and the clamping. We had, that was so in fashion. And honest, like we created little backing cards mm. and we sold it at Trash and Treasure, it and was, we sold them all. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. It was so creative. Yeah, it's fun being creative. So I think um like we didn't really realize that we wanted to be entrepreneurs forever, but. I think we did. Well, we always wanted to have a business. Yeah. But we didn't – I didn't really understand what the word entrepreneur meant. Like when I heard it, like even in year 10 and year 11 and stuff, I never really knew what it meant. Yeah, I think – like, I mean, I studied – I did this course in uni, like a unit on entrepreneurial whatever it was called – and I was like, oh, entrepreneur. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. And I, I was kind of gonna... like, hey, that's kind of <laughs> what I want to do. It's like, oh, it's just like having, I don't know, like, what is the difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur? I, think I don't know. All entrepreneurs. But like, I guess entrepreneur, is that like when you really want to excel? And I is don't it, even or know. Or is it like oh, that you're right? doing something out of the box? I don't know either. Well, I'm not sure. Who knows? Whatever. Guys, so if you know, let us know. What, what is the difference between a business owner and an entrepreneur? Google Good it. Good question. Um, so how long did it take for us to go from the planning stage of our business to starting it? <laughs> um, what planning? What plan? <laughs> we didn't know it was going to be a business when we first started our blog, so we didn't really plan. And we we have an overall – we don't really have a business plan. We set goals. So that's our business plan. And we monitor those goals accordingly. That's kind of how we run our business. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. So what about – I'm trying to just go through – oh, how did we transition from working for someone to becoming our own boss? Oh, my gosh. Well, we did it pretty easily, I <laughs> think. Because we loved it. We were like, heck, yeah. Why did we wait so long? Oh, I don't know. Do you know what? It just was the best decision ever. And I know we talk about it all the time. But honestly, the best decision we both ever made was to leave the jobs we hated Yes, we made heaps of money doing it but we made heaps of money doing stuff we hated with people who just didn't want to be there either so they were all negative and then that was rubbing off on on us and it was just awful. So it was just – it was the best experience to transition from working somewhere to being our own bosses. Yeah, like to go from hating what you do every day to like from waking up and dreading your day to waking up and feeling like every day – is going to be the best day of your life it's like every now and again we we think back to those times in those jobs and it's just like whoa like this is just the best thing and it's like we only have this one life this one opportunity to make something of it and you know what like even if you don't make a billion dollars or a million dollars it's not about the money it's about your happiness levels i mean i am so happy so much more happier like billion times more happier which is worth everything it's priceless it's price- I think yeah oh, 100% yeah it's, it's like I can't even like ex- explain it but now guys. thinking about it's like yeah we can't even like it's like we've wiped that out of our memory ah. the fact that we used to do that like we are different people to then to what we are now like yeah. we are so different and it's amazing and I just think if you have something that you want to do you owe it to yourself in the world to give it your best shot. Yeah. And, and I if, mean, I don't care like if you have to stay in your job and do it on the side, but you owe it to yourself to give it a try because the more you focus on it, the more it is going to grow. And then as that grows, you can allow less time to focus on the full-time job. You can go to part-time, you could go to casual, you could slowly, you know, slowly the fun, passionate job that you're loving will take over the other one. Yeah. That's, it has, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, the what you focus on grows. Yeah. It's the best. It makes so much sense. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So next question, we could talk about that one all day. What would be the biggest obstacle that we had to overcome in starting our business? I think like there's a couple probably like at different points and probably not at the start for both of them. I think the first one would probably be um, the fear of what people thought of us, Mm. Um, especially because, you know, we started blogging. So it wasn't exactly a business, but it was creating this online profile, putting ourselves out there. And I think, I don't know if it was for Carla too, but I definitely had a little bit of a fear of, oh, what are like my friends going to think of me? Like what about like my old school friends and stuff like that? And like now I think back to that and I'm like, oh, whatever. I, I don't could... even think I felt like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think you did either. And that's what I think helped me because you had zero care factor. <laughs> so if like Carla has this zero care factor and I'm like, well, I've got to share it to my friends too now. Oh, Carla cute, I was like, tell your friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're right. scared. Awesome. But also it's like, you know what? Like sh- tell your friends if they support you, they're your real friends. If they don't support you. They're not your real friends, yeah. and like to be honest, I don't think we—I don't think I had any support from friends at the start. Like really, I didn't. Well, maybe they just didn't understand. M- it too. Maybe, maybe that's true. And it was just like, yeah, I don't think they understood, and then, but now they do. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh yeah, they're now they're very supportive. Yes, exactly. So that's good, but um, it can be a big block though. So I think um getting amongst people who are in similar situations definitely like listening to podcasts like this where it's like okay it's actually normal to leave jobs and it's actually normal to start your own business But yeah, like, you're not the only one yeah and just surrounding yourself with that energy and those messages i think will really help put that fear away yeah and i think another obstacle just like in our general business journey would definitely be like not thinking you know enough mm. or not thinking you're ready for something so, there's been a few times where it's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And then that was a really big block because it stopped us from actioning something. But from our experience, everything you can learn. Like, oh, yeah. And you can learn it for free. Yeah. It is available on Google. Someone has already done it before. Yep. Or, you know, you might join a community like Dan Norris's Seven Day Startup Pro or Upreneur or Founder Club, where in all three of those, and where we've had a problem, we've been able to put it in there and it get answered. Yeah, I just think like we're not. No one is alone, and we're so connected. I mean, like literally, you guys could Snapchat us, ask a question, and we'll re- write, We'll reply that day. I have no doubt. Like maybe I'll give my give ourselves forty eight hours. Especially because we love Snapchat <laughs> at the moment. It's like yeah, like. Contact us on the platform that we're absolutely loving yeah, that- and we will respond to you. <laughs> like, as soon as I get a snap, I'm like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. I'm going to write back. So true. But, yeah, yeah like, every – the answer is out there. You guys can get help. We can get help like that, honestly. Yeah. Well, as Marie Folio says, everything is figure outable. Yeah, exactly. And everything is. So I think that was definitely a big obstacle. Um, what about where do we see our business in the near future? Near or far. Oh, near oh. or far. I guess, like, we have – we have this vision that we want to create this amazing business that is inspiring and helping people all over the world. So we want to grow our reach and we want to create products and services that just promote health and happiness and health in a way where it's like mindset health in particular. So we just want everyone to be happier and to realize that, okay, I have this one life and I can make it the best thing ever with what I've been given and you know better than you could ever imagine without having lots of money or anything like you don't need lots of money to create an epic life like I guess like I don't know yeah well for me like answering that question it's kind of like we're doing what we want to do, yeah. but we want to do it on a grander scale. Yes. So, like, I can't tell you exactly what that's going to look like because, yes, we have goals and, yes, we're going to hit them, but then there's going to be new goals and who knows what it will mm, look like, you know, so in a true. year or two years or three years. I mean, like, there's so many things that we want to do yeah. and so many ideas. It just It's a matter of which ones we pick. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of directions that we could take, whether that's like, you know, like we we love Mary Biz, like what could we, what else could we do with Mary Biz? Mm. Like that's just so exciting for us and we love talking to you guys and love talking about this stuff because it just like it expands us. It's really exciting for mm. us. So is this what is going to sort of fuel us for the next steps? Who knows? But I think like we have our overall core values and messages and we won't stray from that. And I guess we'll just see what happens. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, totally. And I did miss one. I, w- I really liked this question. What is something no one tells you about being an entrepreneur? Ah. It'd have to be the hard work. Well, I think. But well, maybe people- not. I don't maybe know. Maybe they think that it Pe- is hard. Pe- they also health- think it's hard. I don't know. What is it? What's, what's something that no one tells you? Ah. <sighs> like. Do you know what? This is probably what no one tells you. There is a lot of admin work. There's a lot of admin <laughs> work. But do you know what? You can pay for help as well. Exactly. But there's more, I think, yeah, there's, there's a lot of ad- lots of processes and things. A lot of processes because, you know, when you work for someone, like they have the processes all written for mm. you. So you actually have to create these processes, which is kind of a pain in the ass really because it's like, bloody hell, I don't know. How do I do this? I just do it on autopilot. But then if you want to like give this process to someone else because you want to create on the growth factor of your business, not the the growth engine. Yeah. Not the annoying admin task. You need to write that process down. And we're just going through that now as we've just hired our first full-time VA, which is super exciting, but like, hi Rose. (laughs) Oh yeah. We should give this to Rose. She's so cute. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like an interesting task for us. And I, I think it's the self-control thing as well. Like, the, like okay, this is what I'm gonna do every day, and I don't really have a boss, so it's like you have yourself accountable. I mean, Carla and I are lucky because we have each other. So if I don't get my jobs done, Carla will come down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like, what? I did not do that. I just check in every now and then. <laughs> Sometimes she does, but it's, <laughs> it is good. And like maybe that's like a really good idea. Like you get your little group, your little crew together one other person even, and be like, okay, this week I'm going to get X, Y, Z done. And then you guys check in at the mm. end of the week and you talk about it. What did you get done? Oh, I didn't get this done, but I got this done instead, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I think um, it's a good thing to have some social life because I guess what we've noticed moving away as well is that, like, we have le- we don't have as many friends and family up here. So we we have to go out and make effort to make meet new people. And I think being an entrepreneur can get a little bit lonely because you are at home on your computer and, yes, you're socialising with people on on their social networks, but it's not real people interaction. Mm. So I think that's another thing that people don't really tell you about, that it can be a little bit lonely sometimes. Yeah, and then when you actually do have those moments where you interact with people and you make amazing connections, it does feel awesome. Mm. So, yeah, like trying to do more of that more often. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's one of our goals. So, it's on the goal list, so we're going to tick that one off. Um, cool. Thank you for all those questions. We have a couple more questions that we're going to get through. This one is from Lindsay Edwards. And she wants to talk about, oh, sponsored posts. Cool. Cool. Specific. So, she wants to know, like, how much to charge for a sponsored post. She knows it's specific to each blogger. Um, but if you if we feel like covering it, yes, yes, yes. So, she wants to talk numbers. But like, as you said, I think that is pretty, it's pretty particular for each blogger. Yeah. And, um. but let's definitely just talk about like, I guess, sponsorship in general and why it's a good thing, why it's a bad thing and why yeah. people use it. Yeah, I think like, I'd really like to do a whole episode on sponsored posts, but we'll touch on it on this episode. I mean, this was the first way we made money. We, because it's what we knew. So Carla did... PR, I worked in events. So we could just create these epic sponsorship proposals and we knew that we had a, a, an audience that these brands wanted to reach. So it was just the natural way to make money. And, I mean, the first – we charged $100 for our first post. And, I mean, I don't know how many followers we had back then. It would be interesting to see how many we did. But, um, like, it wasn't a lot of money. And I think we wrote a blog post, we shared it on social media. We gave a a bloody good deal. It was a really good (laughs) deal. And I think it's just one of those things like what do you feel comfortable in charging? And it is really hard because you don't want to undervalue yourself but you don't want to overcharge as well, especially because the market is just so saturated. Mm -hmm. I mean, blogs, there's new blogs popping up every every second and – like for a a brand's point of view, like they have a lot of choice. So how are we going to get them to want to work with us? Will it be a price thing? Will it just be your uniqueness thing? Will it be your community? I don't know. Yeah. And I think like the important thing is when you're like seeking sponsorship to really like, like – get into the nitty gritty of what you're going to provide them. What is the return on investment for the brand and what you're asking for? So this is pretty much what a sponsorship proposal looks like. You are like, you're looking at, you know, what you're going to provide in form of how many posts, how many people you're going to reach, what platforms are you going to be in and then how much money you're asking for in return for that. So make it really clear in the beginning of what, what you're asking for and what you're going to provide them, and then you need to be prepared to provide results. Like you need to say, okay, I published this blog post; it had this many views. They might want a trackable link where they can see how many people have clicked through to the link. It can get pretty like like that's it's pretty hardcore sponsorship. It's yeah, not a, it's not a thing to take lightly. I think a lot of people think that sponsorship is easy and sponsorship is the way to go, but I I don't I think you're wrong. Like I think that. You, like perhaps instead of looking at just getting advertisers and sponsorship, perhaps you can look at what can you create that your audience needs? What problem can you solve? And that's kind of the way we've turned. Like we started with sponsorship, yes, but we're definitely not doing anywhere near as much sponsorship as we were like back in 2014. That was when we doing a lot of sponsorship. And now we're just loving creating amazing, unique products. Yeah, and I think it's really important. Also, like you need to really believe in the person you're working for, or brand, or product, or Mm. whatever it is. Like that. Like even if it's like not a hundred percent, yes. Even if it's like a sixty percent, yeah, I work with them. Like they're pretty awesome. Like really rethink that because. It's all well and good when you like say yes and you're like, Hell yeah, I got a thousand dollars for that or whatever it might have been. But then when it comes to crunch, when you have to deliver, when you have to write the post and share the social media, it might be really hard. And you know what? Like we're creating these businesses, these side businesses that we wanna just love. We don't wanna create this business that we hate. And like I just there's it's just a really fine line when it comes to sponsorship and Yes, it's a great way to monetize if you love doing it, but it's not the only answer. So, like, I think we're just passionate in telling everyone that there's other ways as well because we just speak to a lot of people and it's their major focus. And, like, we totally get that. We still do it, but on a way less scale. Yeah, well, it's like we kind of. We might see a brand and be like, oh, like that would be amazing. And, or we might use a brand. We've been using them for a year and we're like, oh, like they want to do some work with us. Well, yes, it's a definite yes because we actually use you. We actually love you and we can see this going really well. Um, like I think it's just the most important thing to 100% believe in the brand and to feel 100% comfortable in putting it on your channel. Because there's nothing worse than you being like, I don't want to post this anymore. Mm. It's not a good feeling. We've been there and we never are going to be there again. No. It's a very big decision. Um, I, I just thought of something that I really wanted to bring up about sponsorship and now I've completely forgotten. Was it how much? Because she asked about numbers. Yeah, I just it's, think that's a hard... it's too hard to kind of, like as we said when we first started, how many, like I think we would have had less than 1,000 views when we charged $100. I can't even I remember. I don't even remember. I think like... Yeah, mate, I don't know. It's very different. I mean, like you see kind of like what people are charging for Instagram posts and that's probably, you know, like it changes. But I saw that Pixie Curtis charges $200 for her Instagram. I don't know how many followers little Pixie it's Curtis has. Yeah. She's so cute. I should look it up right now. <laughs> yeah, look Just it like, up. Well, we'll keep Because I saw it in the newspaper. So. That's so funny. She's adorable. The one with the little hair ties. Yeah, what's her name? Roxy. Roxy's daughter. Yeah, it it's in... very, very interesting, I think. So and she it's... has 110,000 Instagram followers and apparently she charges $200 per, like, product shot. That's a good deal, and I think. I, <laughs> and to be honest, like, I, think, I don't think we can charge that much on Instagram. I mean, we used to charge more than that, but I just don't, like, Instagram doesn't have as much cut through as it used to because it's yeah. saturated. People are engaging less. We've noticed epic changes on Instagram, so I get, like, really we've just stopped we wanting to do sponsor and we wouldn't recommend posts. doing a one-off sponsor instagram post no. anyway for a brand like we also like when you're taking on sponsorship you also want to provide a good i guess a good deal and also educate the brand about what's best for them because one off instagram that you know like might last three hours in a news feed like that's not going to get you very much traction as like as compared to a blog post a blog post that's going to last forever there's going to be a link on there forever and it's going to obviously get a lot more views a lot more eyes. yeah or it's like you go one up and it's like a package so it could be like a six month package mm. where it's like three blog posts 10 social media shares all over a, a six month period which is so much better than just string one yeah and we all know like as consumers as well as creators we know that to make a purchase you need more than just one little mention like i mean if i'm gonna buy something i need to see it a lot like i need to see it a lot on social media i need to like to have a recommendation almost mm. as well like let's start thinking about as a consumer as well as a um as a creator of content because it's always an interesting like point of view for both sides definitely I think let's do an episode on sponsorship yeah we could talk a lot about it we get so many questions about it we get so many questions about templates and things like that so yeah. I think we could pretty much create well, I, something especially yeah them. I think we want to share our sponsorship templates with you all too so we'll maybe we'll do that in a couple weeks yeah if you guys want that, send us an email, and um, if we get enough emails, we'll create it. Yeah, bliss at the dot That's where you can catch us. Um, so we have one last question, and it's a bit of a random one, but it's interesting. This one was actually from Snapchat, Jenny Mac twenty um, two. <laughs> how do we format our photos for Instagram? Ah, interesting. So for Instagram, you need to do really high resolution to get the right pixelation for retina so all the very new phones and the new um what are they called screens laptops laptops. (laughs) they have like retina or whatever it's called so you need to do higher resolution higher pixels so i think it's like two and a half thousand pixels so it's like it's like over a a megabyte size Mm -hmm. so you just have to make sure it's big enough we don't really touch it like maybe we'll like lighten up the photo sometimes or like, I mean, we don't really do that many filters, only on selfies. <laughs> Gotta get the perfect and only skin. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. Most times, it's natural lighting, yeah. and you look good. But um, yeah, we try not to touch it too much. Yeah. So the process, I guess, for how we, what we do with our Instagram photos is, we'll put all our photos into Dropbox, and we have the Dropbox app on our phone. We just simply look at whatever photo we want to share share um we we actually save it to our phone but I know you can directly share to Instagram from Dropbox So funny. um and then we that's how we do it and then we upload to Instagram from there so the format like regarding sizing you can do landscape you can do portrait you can do square it's up to you we do a range of everything I don't yeah. think it matters it all looks the same yeah on the, on the and, the, and there's no no right or wrong way just like play around with it see what is more popular we noticed like, you know, photos with more color are always more popular. Like fruit photos? Fruit photos are so popular. We just don't eat that much fruit. We're like, oh, we wish we ate more fruit. Cause we like vegetables. Yeah, we love vegetables. Um, And also videos. Like we've noticed that videos get like heaps of views. I mean, we shared a Pilates video on Instagram the other day. 15,000 views. Say what? Way more than like our everyday videos. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. So I think it just shows like, Keep your content different and fresh. Like we kind of, like I guess we've been posting the same kind of content for a while. Food, food and more food. Probably trying to freshen it up with some Pilates. <laughs> Definitely. People are loving the Pilates. Cool. Well, that's all the questions that we had that we'd um, received this past week. There was a lot and it was very fun, I think, chatting through them all. Do you have any questions for me? Ah. Uh... I would like to know, I know we've talked about batching, but can you just give one last tip on scheduling weeks? Yes, good question. How to get more shit done? Great question. Great topic. <laughs> so we did actually do a whole episode on this. You can look back and I think it's like episode 10 or something like that. And basically it's how we schedule our week. So every Sunday I'll sit down, I'll get our Google calendar out and I'll look at our goals and I'll look at the items that we want to tick off for the week and I'll schedule our week literally hour by hour. And I'll be like, okay, so for instance, this morning I was editing podcasts and Emma was finishing our Anzac granola. And that was in the calendar that each of us were doing that. And we did it for two hours. Then we went out for breakfast and that was fun. Um, and that was in the calendar too. Yeah. So it's all about scheduling every little thing, including your work stuff, including your family stuff, including your outings, your social stuff, your exercise. Even the downtime as well. Like like, like schedule that in so you make sure you like stop. Like this, do nothing. That yeah. like put that in your calendar or watch a movie or whatever you want to do. Catch up on Nashville. Yeah, definitely important. <laughs> Gosh. So that's cleaning. Another one that, that we need to schedule because we haven't done that. See, we used to do that every Sunday morning in camera, but we kind of forgot to schedule it in when we moved. So I'm gonna do that. Gotta schedule I'll do that. that in. But yeah, that's pretty much what batching and scheduling is. And well, actually, no, I lied. That's scheduling. Batching is putting together like tasks and getting more done in less time. So for instance, recipe creating or emails. So they're two tasks that can get very, you know, menial and they kind of take a lot of time. Let's look at the inbox, for example. If you're going into your inbox every single hour and answering every single email in that hour, that you're checking, like you're not gonna get as many emails done. You're gonna be wasting time clicking back and in, in and out of windows. So if you just schedule 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the lunch break, 15 minutes in the afternoon, where you're checking and responding to emails, you will get a lot more emails done and it will just be way less stressful. Because if you're going from one thing to the next, your brain just gets stressed out and your heart rate rises and things like that. It's not very enjoyable. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. I have a question for you. What's your favourite colour? Pink. (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) What are you most excited about this weekend? Mum and Dad yeah, coming up. And just getting work done. I think like... I guess like with our club, we haven't really talked about our club much on the podcast so we've opened a membership but we're launching it to the rest of our community in the next little while and we're just sort of like finalising that and it's getting pretty exciting and we really want to talk about it on the show so we'll probably talk about it in the next month or two and tell you guys all about it. Yeah, well, I reckon we should share like our launch plan once we've done mm, it and tell them how it went. And like this is pretty – like we never have really – like looked into launch emails so it's kind of a really interesting area in that like you know you want to sound like yourself but you're also selling as well so it's like this it's like this fine balance between okay like we're selling but we're also being us and we don't want to like overkill with the sales it's like this really like it's an interesting place but you're so excited about the yeah products, so you want to yeah, tell it them is, and it's, like, re- it's a really interesting it's process weird. it's a weird process and I think like We are just being really, like, honest with ourselves and just being, like, okay, like, we're going to read over this and make sure that we're happy with it. That's why we're planning it. So we're not just going to, like, write them then send them. We're going to actually, like, have a process about thinking it over and, like, what our goal is and what our goal is to not do as well so like like any product and launch series via email like you always lose subscribers but then it's also like well you know what like we give a lot of free content away so it's like that balance as well so if they don't want to get our sales stuff every what quarter then then that's okay they can leave us yeah totally i'm excited about that too and i think it's going to be really really fun yay yay so that's all the questions that we have for this week and we can't wait to be back next week chatting to you guys who knows what it's going to be about it's going to be about something really really awesome bye bye and remember if you love the show you should share it with your friends share it out on facebook instagram snapchat whatever you like tag us in it so we can see it and we can comment back because we absolutely love seeing your feedback it makes us so happy and it makes us want to do even more podcasts so we'll catch you soon guys have the best day ever sending you all so many merry vibes like so many